Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier. I'm here, as always, with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good evening to you, sir. Hey, Scott. How are you? Doing fantastic. I am ready to dive in to the topic tonight. Um, I am, as always, excited. I feel like I repeat myself over and over again, but uh, I just had a DEXA scan done and got some body composition. Mm-hmm. And the study that we're going to talk about tonight and the life, the the action step and the real life application kind of kind of hit me close to the core a little bit. So I think uh, I know I'm going to have some good actionable stuff to do out, out of tonight's episode. So um, I really want to dive in and unpack it for everybody because I think it's going to be really important. Yeah, I like how you use that phrase too right there, close to the core. Um, are you alluding you, you to, to say? are you alluding to some visceral um, visceral fat? Yeah, I might have a little bit, a little bit of visceral fat left over. Um, okay. lost a bunch. I, I actually said to the lady who did the test, I was like, whew, man, what would this have looked like 40 plus pounds ago? I was always, I was almost kind of like, man, I'm, 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 I'm glad that it's this, but, uh, we'll share, we'll share some numbers in a minute, but, um, you found the study and you brought it up and you were like, we need to talk about this. And, um, so just from like a 30,000 foot view, if we're going to just kind of open the, the discussion when it comes to um, losing fat, not necessarily losing weight, but losing fat and building lean muscle, which is really most people's desire if they want to look better, feel better, and more importantly to us, have better health outcomes, right? So what does it look like to really start to unpack this for everyone? Yeah, I, I feel like this article kind of spoke to me because over the years I had – I've, I've always poured through the research looking for an optimal way or a better way to drop more fat while I was increasing more lean muscle tissue, um, getting stronger in the gym. That was always a really important thing to me. But at the same time, I wanted to, to drop fat. I always had you know, more fat than I wanted. Um, so I was always trying to do both at the same time. Um, so I would look for studies that would point me in the right direction. Should I do um, you know, more reps or should I do higher weight? Should I diet at the same time? Should I diet separately from, from when I'm going into the gym? Do I need like, to refeed post exercise? Do I yeah. need to increase my calories in my workout days? What about my macros? You know, yeah. how do I, you know, what, what is the, what is the magic formula? It's cool that you say that. And I, I, I hopped in there too. Cause I was like, well, wait a minute. Well, we can make this way simpler, right? Like one of our things is, you know, young kids, businesses, wives, families, you know, like just lots of moving parts these days. So simplification for me is like, like one of the things that sold me on this lifestyle. Yeah. Like it was like, wait, what? All I have to do is what? All I have to do is eat one meal a day. What? So, um, let's start with unpacking the, the new terminology that's been, um, kind of unearthed in the, uh, this, this study was, was um, done by the Obesity Society, and it's in 
um, the Journal of Obesity, and it was from March of 2019, so it's a more recent study, and it's referring to a new term that I had never heard before. Yeah, and this is, this is there's a few things in this study that I've, I've never seen before in, in my research and looking for these kind of answers, um, and so honestly, it just, it blew my mind, and, and I, I had to send it over to you immediately. So what we're talking about here is what's called the fat-free component of adipose tissue. So adipose <laughs> tissue. Hit the brakes. What? Adipose tissue being, yeah. being our fat tissue. Has a right? what? So it, it's mostly fat, okay. but it's not all fat. There is what we call fat-free components to the adipose tissue. Um, it, dude, I know. I'm sorry. I was a little playful there, but that blew my mind. Like when you told me that, I was like, excuse me? Wait, fat isn't just fat. Right. So we, you know, we normally visualize it, if you ever do, as just kind of a, a glob of fat. And right. you know, most of us have passed around that five-pound big yellow blob of fat, right? In health <laughs> yeah. Class. Right, right. You lost five pounds. Here it is. Look. Yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. Right. You know? um, so there's, there, it's mostly fat, but there is a fat-free component as well. And that's, that's where the crux of the matter lies because there's changes in both as we, as we go through diet and fat loss. And it's important for how we interpret the results of, of studies, like, like ones that look at the results of resistance or cardio plus dieting and how those affected our body composition over time. So it's interesting because uh, as we've taken people, you know, into the fasting for life kind of like sphere, you know, like people that have been with us for a while, one meal a day becomes a new way of life. We've got the testimonials of people reversing diabetes and losing all this weight. And really it's just getting people to get a win or two under their belt and seeing that they can do it and kind of unearthing some of those myths and fears. Mm -hmm. But the majority of people out there, like you and I in the past, were on the roller coaster of diet, exercise, diet, exercise, eat less, move more, eat less, move more, eat less, mm -hmm. move more. And that was the really impactful thing about this study is that there's a really specific outcome of one of these three groups, um, if you want to unpack that, like that was what we should be focusing on when combining that with one meal a day or intermittent fasting is going to be it's it's incredible. Yeah. So on most of these studies, when they report the results, they, they all look pretty similar. Usually what we see is that um, diet results in some amount of weight loss, um, diet plus cardio or additional um, aerobic exercise results in usually a little bit more. And then usually diet plus resistance exercise results in at least that much, or maybe even a little bit more fat loss. Um, but then they usually measure changes in skeletal muscle or they try to at least um, at the same time. So we know it's important to maintain skeletal muscle, you know, as we, as we get older. Um, and, you know, in, in most cases, we'd like to, to increase skeletal muscle as much as possible. We know that's going to positively increase our, our metabolism. Um, so when they report the results, most of these studies still end up showing a decrease in skeletal muscle or in lean muscle mass. Lean, or lean tissue, tissue, right? Hey, y'all, I wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, and now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. 
you can head to the website, use our promo code uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, uh, my little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He's our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out um, how we can help him sleep. And uh, the reality is uh, we were pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put the Air Doctor Pro in his room. And I am not joking when I tell you the first night that we put it in his room, he slept through the night. The second night, slept through the night. Now we're up to 35 plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is uh, we had a feeling that it was something that we were missing and the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days. In some cases, up to 100 times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors and we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? An air purifier, a cut above the rest. I'm not going to lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money and they have not done the results that Air Doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room. They filter out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants. That includes pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I don't know what it was that was keeping them up, but it is now gone. So Air Doctor comes with a 30-day Breathe Easy money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com. Use promo code FASTINGFORLIFE to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. An exclusive listener um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. That's exclusive to you, the podcast listener, now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code fasting for life. You guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. And if it wasn't for this incredible company and this, the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the fasting for life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in and now back to today's episode which is what people want. They want to lose weight and get lean and, you know, they go to the gym and they build, they want to build muscle. Right. Okay. Right. They don't, they don't just, they don't want, just want to lose fat. They want to gain muscle right. at the same time. But yeah. if you, if you pour through these kind of studies, what you're going to find is that in a lot of cases, maybe even the majority of cases, they're going to show all groups lost lean tissue as well as fat tissue. And so it becomes an interpretation that we're almost trying to get the least negative effect whenever we're dieting mm -hmm. by increasing our, our resistance workouts and, and um, you know, doing weight training. Cool. So the three groups were um, just so we're, cause it, I, I'm still shocked at this study, which is really cool because there's definitely more research that needs to be done um, with this new proposed model. And this, the study was reported by Hamesfield et al. And it was proposed that there is, um, a fat cell, like you said, that globulin, that, that globule, like you can just envision a fat cell, right? Like that jiggly fat cell, 85% mm -hmm. of it is fat tissue and 15% of it is actually what's called that fat free component. So really the calculation of that 15% in these studies 
has caused them to go back and look at all of the studies that you've been referring to, right? So right. you've got three categories. You've got the people that are low and slow, right? The cardio killers, the ones that are out bike cycling here in Texas for 20 to 40 miles on a hot hundred day on a Saturday morning. I'm like, oh my gosh, just hit me with the car on the way by. Um, that just seems miserable to me. You get the people on the treadmills. I've done it. You've done it. So we're speaking from, I, I mean, yep. heck, I rode two and a half million meters on a rowing machine in like 18 months once. So hmm. like just hour, hour and a half a day on the rowing machine. Now there is health benefit to, to aerobic, but back to the point, aerobic category. And then you have your combined category. So aerobic plus resistance. And then you have your resistance category and all three groups had the same caloric deficit, right? That five to 750 calorie a day deficit. So when you're fasting, you know, especially with one meal a day, we recommend 40 to 50% of your caloric intake, um, you know, lower carb, higher fat, higher protein. Um, so, I mean, if you're looking at those numbers, then getting that 500 to 750 deficit for anybody that is doing intermittent or one meal a day is going to be pretty easy to obtain. Oh yeah. And you know, most people doing one meal a day are, are going to be hitting a, a larger calorie deficit than that. Right. Um, so and, more benefit, right. Even more benefit. Um, you know, not to mention the boost in metabolism, like we've mm -hmm. talked about in the past, as well as a better hormonal environment, growth hormone. Yep. I was just thinking about hormones when you said that I was like, growth hormone goes up. Absolutely. Adrenaline. So you, you're feeling more energetic and you're, you're in a more anabolic state. You're ready to grow lean muscle tissue, um, you know, while you're fasting, uh, as opposed to, you know, smaller calorie restriction like that. And, but then, you know, we take it a step further. So all those groups found similar results as far as their fat loss goes, and that's fine. But what they also measured was how did their lean mass tissue, um, actually change as well. And so when they went back in and accounted for that change in the fat-free component of the adipose tissue. So that 15%, right? So the, right. the part of the fat tissue that's not fat. Correct. Okay. But when it had been previously reported, they mistakenly interpreted it as a, a decrease in muscular tissue. But so when they, when they took this into account, what they found was that the group doing actual resistance exercises, that that negative effect was reversed and it even flipped to the positive side um, in, a, in many studies. So, so if we look actually... at the numbers that just to put numerical value. So if we look at the numbers in lean mass change, right? So that's, that's the stuff people want. They want to look lean. They want to see muscles. They want to look, feel comfortable, you know, in a bathing suit, like all the real life applications. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, all three groups, so the aerobic group had a negative, 2.7 kilogram difference. And one thing we'll mention is that all of these groups in this study with this new proposed model of 85% of one, you know, globule of fat, one fat cell, one adipose tissue sample is 85% fat, 15% lean. Um, all of the groups had the exact same um, uh, total loss over the study, correct? It was at nine kilograms, if I remember correctly. Yeah, seven to nine. And seven it, to nine. Um, yeah. And it makes sense. You know, it's all similar amount of time working out, similar amount of time of activity, similar amount of 570 caloric deficit, right, per day, mm -hmm. same study length. But the aerobic group had a, so just the low and slow, the cardio grinders, the stair climbers, the 
the treadmill warriors, right? The, the walkathons, right? Like yeah. all of that was, that was the group that lost the most amount of lean tissue, which is 2.7 kilograms during the study. The combined group, which was resistance and aerobic, right? And that group did twice as much exercise, which is crazy because their workout time was twice as long. I was like, I, I don't want to be picked for that study group. Right. <laughs> um, that was 1.7 kilograms lost. And then the resistance group was one. But if you factor in that 15%, it actually becomes a positive 0.3 kilograms gained of lean muscle. And that blew my mind. Yeah, because, you know, that, that's generally not reported in studies like this. We, we generally don't see a positive uh, effect on skeletal muscle. They're, they're almost always reporting a smaller decrease over the study duration for the resistance group. So, so th this is huge. And, you know, this, this information can be, you know, applied to so many studies like this. Um, and, and so when you're, when you're looking at an individual study, you may not be able to tell what the actual difference is because of this new information. But it's important to know that adding resistance exercise to your fasting plan, your fat loss goals, um, you're, you're not just, you're not just, uh, you know, uh, running a, a losing battle, um, on, on gaining, you know, lean muscle tissue. You can gain lean muscle tissue by doing resistance exercises while you're losing fat. That's, that's the important message. Yeah. So take home. Cause I'm, I'm the, the cool thing about the study was that, you know, obviously it's newer. So this new model has not been proven over and over and over again, but it makes sense when you put all these different you know, pieces together. And it says that, you know, um, if the estimate of 8515 needs to be, you know, uh, changed or altered slightly, uh, you know, there is investigation into the reliability of the measurement, and they're going to use DEXA to accurately determine and account for the fat free adipose tissue. So that lean component of that fat of that fat tissue. Mm -hmm. um, but regardless of that, um, I like to think that that is true, you know, just based off of this and look forward to finding more research articles like it and seeing what this group actually does because they do have some work that's unpublished at the moment. Um, but regardless, take home is resistance training, like you said, trumps all of the other types. So um, adding in that 30 to 40 minutes of resistance training, getting your heart rate up, right, into a healthy range, um, and then combining that with the intermittent fasting lifestyle, the one meal a day fasting lifestyle, which we really recommend for most people that have insulin resistance or have had trouble losing weight or have done the yo-yo throughout their life or, you know, <laughs> plan their life around the next event. And I'm going to, I'm going to crash diet. I'm going to gain, I'm going to crash diet. I'm going to gain, I'm going to go to the holidays. I'm going to gain, I'm going to do New Year's resolutions and start the process all over again. Right. I mean, really, um, you know, three to four, five workouts a week, um, you know, three of those being resistance training. And we, we're not talking, you know, high level CrossFit, you know, athlete stuff, like just some bands, some body weight, um, some free weights, you know, bands is the simplest thing you could possibly do. Uh, and you're going to get the most bang for your buck in terms of losing fat, because you're going to have that time in between meals set. And then you're also going to, like you said, flip the reporting on a lot of these studies and have a lean muscle tissue gain during that process as well. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's huge. And, and that should be greatly motivating for, right. for all of us. I mean, you know, most of us have 
done some form of resistance training, but to go into it, especially when, when you want to lose fat and you have other health goals involved, um, and to think that you might be wasting your time or that you're going to be losing muscle mass anyway, that's, I mean, that's, that's starting off and, and, you know, you're, you have, you have ankle weights going into the pool. I mean, you know, you feel like you're being bogged down. Um, you know, and you just, get to get off the, the slow and the low and slow torture. I just could yeah. never, I just, I don't know. It just wasn't for me like that, that get on the elliptical. And I mean, I know you've told your story and you've right. spoken to it like, Oh, I'll just go burn another three to 400 cal- calories. And we know that the aerobic thermodynamic change in that, that the body's burning of those extra calories, um, isn't it, a, a simple one plus one equals two equation. No. Right. There's so many more components to the thermodynamic side of how your body burns um, the energy. And then, um, you know, those trackers and the calorie counters and all those things can be off, you know, greatly, you know, 30, 50, 70 percent. Um, really just simplifying it is is got to be empowering, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, when you when you go in there and you you start doing the low and slow, um, you know, looking to burn an extra 100 or 200 calories, it's, it's going, it, it, it's not moving the needle like you're expecting. And to work fact, off the choices you made or to prevent yeah. or, to, or to, you know, preempt the, the choices you're going to make. Yeah, it's, it's not working like that. And, and look at the results of, um, you know, all the studies that were cited in, in this one in particular, right. showing that, you know, that that's the, the greatest loss of, of lean muscle tissue that's exactly what we don't want. We want to preserve all of that. So, you know, if, if, if there's a take home message here, um, I encourage you to, you know, take a look at the resistance training that you're, you're doing now, or, or maybe that you're not doing and add in maybe, you know, even if it's 10, 15, 20 minutes mm-hmm. a day, several times a week, um, yep. to preserve and even build some more of that lean muscle tissue that's going to get your, your metabolism up. Uh, our metabolic rate always goes up with our amount of lean muscle tissue. And, um, you know, we're going to get much better results like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and just to compound the action step, it would be um, if you aren't doing resistance training, let's say you're walking or running or doing a lot of cardio. Um, I'm just going to encourage you to simply go to YouTube University. Um, and it's, it's like Dr. Google, right? So YouTube <laughs> University, you can learn anything on YouTube. And just put in beginner resistance band training and you will find thousands of, especially now, thousands of virtual online 15, 20, 30 minute boot camps. Now there's this thing floating around called 75 day hard. It's like two 45 minute workouts a day, 10 minutes of reading, no cheat meals, no alcohol, no carbs. Like you, you can imagine what's been created <laughs> Um, but you can go on YouTube university and simply just put resistance training into your day to day. And it doesn't need to be something crazy, something simple, start with the beginner, um, and know that you are getting the best outcome possible because you are getting that lean muscle retention or even building while you're in the fat loss stage, combining that with fasting in the one meal a day is just, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And I'd gotten away from the resistance training and I, you know, after the DEXA scan, um, yeah. I'm, uh, it's, it's time to, it's time to get back on it. Great. Glad you're fired back up. I think everybody yeah. should be. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, all right. So, uh, Tommy, anything else you want to wrap this one up? No, I think cool. we said it all. Thank cool. you. If you guys are new, um, to the fasting for life podcast, um, go ahead to our website, www.thefastingforlife.com 
thefastingforlife.com. You can download our fast start guide, put in your email, it'll zoom into your email box. It's a six step, simple, one page, actionable PDF that tells you exactly how to start putting fasting into your day to day life, regain the control, gain some more simplicity. Can't tell you how impactful this has been for me uh, over the last, you know, it's been over a year now. Um, and then if you, uh, I, we really encourage you guys um, to take advantage of the free mini masterclass that comes with that fast start guide. It's a 20 ish minute training. There's six individual videos. It walks you through each step. Feel free to comment, uh, feel free to review, share with a friend, family member, someone that needs to hear this information. And uh, Tommy, as always, I appreciate you, sir. And uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you. See ya. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free fast start guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life. Oh,